0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Sound Test Podcast. This is your host Brian here, and I'm joined by Clayton.
1: Wait, that didn't come out. <clears throat> good. Here we go. All
2: right, uh Max, how's <laughs> you going? Yeah, it's going great. You know, I just came back from like a seven hour drive. So we're 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 good to go.
1: I want some tequila.
2: And why was that your thought? <laughs> first
0: thought was to kill I got
1: I got winded just thinking about it
0: and um <laughs> we got d here
1: that look
3: you, you say something champ I did leave me alone get out of my face
2: <laughs> rude Damn. Oh,
0: um so this is part two. Of an earlier discussion of us and our experience at MomoCon 2023, um, so please watch or listen to part one. We kind of went over the first day as well as you know, uh, things to look out for for if you're going to a con, uh, why you should go to MomoCon. You know, what's the benefits, uh, what's the cool things you can do, uh, what to be aware of, especially in terms of parking and all that stuff. So it was a cool discussion. Um, so with all that preamble aside, we're just going to kind of jump right into the second part of the discussion, which is day two. Um, yes. So day two, we got there a little bit later. Um, one because our day one was so late. <laughs> um, yeah. Was day one, was that the night we went to um, cookout or was that day two?
1: That was two. Okay. That, that was day two.
0: two. Okay. So we, we, we came there a little bit late, But we was smart enough to stop at racetrack beforehand, um, get some food, drink some snacks. um, And we had made it just around enough time for the 1 p.m. sessions. So before I say what I did during the 1 p.m., Clayton, what did you do during the 1 p.m. session on Saturday?
1: I went to the cast of Jiu-Jitsu Kaisen um, panel where they were just... Answering questions, you know, taking fan questions, um, talking about the show and its production and stuff like that. Loved it. Um, the voice actors there were Adam McArthur, um, Annie uh, Yatko, wow, I can't read today, and Kaiji Tong. So those are the voices of Yuji, uh, Nobara, and, um, Satoro.
3: This is the English voice actors, right? Yes. Okay. Amazing. No, I don't think I've watched the dub. I don't yeah, I don't think I've watched the dub of Jujutsu Kaisen. I know for a fact I've finished it, but I think all of it was sub. So, I'm not even familiar with any
1: of the I've voice only, talent.
3: I only watched like two episodes, but I I watched
0: the dub and it was there is really good.
1: Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, Deontay, you're better than me because I watched halfway of the sub, and I watch halfway of the dub, and I still didn't you're finish chaotic that. You're a
3: monster. <laughs> this is chaotic. Center, you need
1: to. I I know. I'll probably do that this week, like outside of the gym, but I'll finish it. It's coming back.
0: <laughs> I know you mean like outside of your time in the gym. But like I like to imagine you're just like outside the gym, actually just watching it like on
1: the steps to of watch the
3: gym, Tyson just like for no reason,
1: and breathing heavy, just
3: Fucking <sighs> up the glass on the outside.
1: <laughs> and the employees are looking at me like, "Look at this! This gym is 24 hours. You can come inside."
0: <laughs> um, Max, what did you do, do
2: during that 1 p.m. slot? So one o'clock, there was this one called uh, an introspective on the Wii. Um, would like to play. Yeah, we would like to play. A Nintendo Wii introspective. There was two Wii events that I went to on this day, but I'm having trouble remembering both, both of them. But I remember I went with Dante. Um, they talked a lot about... Some of the games that we used to play. People talked about their memories with different games on like for instance how when you boot up Brawl for the first time, how it's so loud on that lobby <laughs> screen that it fucking grits your ears. But in just talking about the different games and also talking about the different we made it we ended up making a tier list on the different attachments for the Wii. That was the funnest part. <laughs>
1: Let me tell like, you, this, like, this, this a is a whole section by itself.
2: Let oh me tell God, you, that one. we went from we went from the main ones that you know to third party garbage that you probably never heard about, <laughs> and we made a tier list on it. And this it was so stupid, but it was fun. Stupid.
3: Do you like um, count like all of those weird, like? <laughs> You can get these off like an Amazon now, like really dirt cheap, where it's like a set of like a golf club, a tennis club. Yes. Or a and, tennis yes. and one With was like the we bowling. That
2: you do not use at all. It is just cosmetic for <laughs> cosmetics. And, and you don't use it at all, yes. You just Bruh, all we of those even together. had so you know how they had the Wii zapper for the Lynx crossbow training, right? <laughs> yeah, so you know yes. that one was actually good. Yeah. there was I Just remember me personally, Wii I had this third party handgun that hold, held the Wii Wii remote. It was a third-party ass, obscure ass little handgun thing. And they had that shit on the tier list. And I was like, no way. <laughs> I, um they had um they had there's a did you know that the Wii had a fucking boxing glove? Yeah. What? what? No, The wee Boxing I... Glove. Yes. No, I did not know. That mm. we had up pop- This Wii Boxing Glove. Wee Bowling Ball.
3: Uh, fucking... Wait, so it's the actual, like, life-size yeah. version of a boxing glove or a bowling ball.
2: Yes! Yes! Except for the bowling ball, I think it was life-size. I think it was handheld. But the boxing glove, yes. That, it was an actual fucking boxing glove.
1: It's for their marriage.
2: Um... And it was just so much fun to where we started talking about stupid shit. There was, did you know that there was a wee Baby? Like, it was like, you know, those baby dolls that you hold? They had one of those. I don't even know what game that's for. I don't even know what game. <laughs> <laughs> wee Baby. Yes, Come the wee baby. So baby. So baby. it got stupid. So they were like, oh, we're just going to put this in on tier. We're putting in the baby tier. <laughs> like, that shit was so stupid. And it was just a lot of fun. Like it was that we legitimately talked about stuff we experienced with the Wii and then we just had a whole bunch of stupid fun making that tier list. So yes, that was a that was an under, underrated panel. I feel like, I feel a lot more people should have been there because that shit was fun.
1: Now I'm thinking about with that Wii baby attachment, just bowling with it. <laughs> <laughs> just like, bowling a baby. It
3: should have been like a Wii football or something. <laughs> Oh, so just it <laughs> around the room. us make sure it has like a foam coating. So if you, you don't break anything or hurt anybody,
1: man, you going to stress that sensor out.
3: Right. Hey, immersion, like you said earlier.
1: Okay. Let's get tackled by Tom Brady. Uh, yeah. Immersion.
0: <laughs> um, so during the one o'clock session, there's like nothing that I was personally interested in. Um, so I was like, all right, you know, let me just head down to the vendor hall. Cause I hadn't been to, I hadn't really been to the vendor hall um, during that time. And so I was like, all right, going down there. And then I see like in big um, letters, the DMC logo, like from run DMC. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. There's like a comic based off of DMC or something. And I was like, you know, I'll talk to the guy at the booth and, you know, I was like, you know, what's the inspiration and all like, that. And he's like, um, well Daryl explains it better I'm like Daryl and I looked to my left and I like I, I don't know why I didn't process it but it was Daryl McDaniels the DMC of Run DMC literally standing mm-hmm. right beside me and he was having a whole separate conversation with this other person and I just don't know how I just didn't see him and <laughs> I was like oh shit <laughs> it is like a hip hop legend right here at MomoCon it was weird and I was like, absolutely, I'm going to meet this man. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, they, you know, I went and talked to him. I talked to him about, like, how much I love hip-hop. How I'm an educator, musician, all that stuff. Um, and I asked him, you know, what was the whole thing behind it? And his story was really interesting. And he was saying, as a kid, he was super into Marvel Comics. And he loved Spider-Man more specifically because Spider-Man was from Brooklyn um, and he saw himself into Spider-Man. And he was saying that, you know, what he the thing that he loved about comics was that there's are these like, you know, superheroes that were just regular people fighting, you know, defending for other people. And that was his escapism. And he was saying like how he would get these comics and like look at the pictures but he wanted to like understand what was going on. So as a, like a four or five year old, that was his like motivation to learn how to read because he wanted to understand what was going on in his comics. Um, and you know, he was like, he okay, did the hip hop thing and all that stuff. And you know, when somebody came to him about the venture of a comics, they was like, well, if you didn't do music, what was the thing that you would have wanted done? And he said, well, It would have been comics if you didn't do music. And so um, him and his his writer was there too and they got together and made the collab. And so the comic label is called DMC. Daryl makes comics. And, oh god, all my stuff is falling out. Um, So here's my copy of the comic. Oh. Um, Oh, that's dope. Oh, hold on. That's dope. had him sign it too. Yeah, and so like, it's like Afrofuturism, so it was like '80s based hip hop, but mixed with like you know a superhero aspect and punk rock and and hip hop. Um, I got to take a picture with him, which was like insane. It's kind of hard for my camera to focus um, on here, but that was insane that I actually got to take a picture of him. Like, um, you keep that.
3: Ooh,
0: uh, he signed the the card um that came with it as well. But you know what what's cool about the comic as well. Each issue actually has like a different art style and he he did that so like each kind of story could kind of live on its own. So like again, this right here, completely different art style. Same book, but completely different art style. And if you look at like towards the And again, he he just experienced with different art styles. And another thing he he was like adamant about was he wanted the stories to be positive. So you know he, he didn't want it to be like this dark, gritty world or anything like that. He wanted there to be the good in people and he wanted you know people to succeed in these comics and stuff like that. So it was so cool talking with him seeing how his mind works. Uh, f- like, fantastic. Did not think to ever see, like, a hip-hop legend there at the con. Um, and th- there was other hip-hop artists, too, at the con, too, which I'll, I'll, I'll talk about a little bit later. Um, so that was a super dope experience.
3: Hmm. But you said this is, like, one of the first hip-hop legends that you've ever met, too? Oh, Like, absolutely. at a public place?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, okay. cool. Yeah, that was a dope experience. I'm so glad I skipped the one o'clock panels to do that. <laughs> Boy, i was so glad I, I did that. Um So the next set of panels were at
3: 2.30.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, well, since I'm already kind of talking, I'll tell you about my experience. So the 2.30 panel that I um, went to, I'm trying to find the exact name for it. Um the intersection of anime and hip-hop and so in this panel um another hip-hop legend was there um he was uh, substantial he worked with new jabez um been a rapper for many many years and had other um you know kind of underground hip-hop artists in there um and they was talking about their influence and an infusion of hip-hop in well, anime into their hip hop music and how it kind of naturally flowed into it. And it was like, mm-hmm. you know, you could kind of tell the difference between somebody who's doing it like for clout or somebody who's like really passionate about this stuff, who, people who's like really infusing those references in there. And, um, I let me just say this there was a person at the panel, <laughs> um, in the audience.
2: That guy
0: who was very passionate, very passionate, um, passionate to the point where he was kind of derailing the conversation. Um, because like the, the panelists would start talking about something, and then he would like talk up, he's like, Oh, yeah, yeah. And and you know, back in 97 when blah 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 dropped this, you know, he was talking about X, Y, and Z, and like. It'll be times where, I'm like, yeah, bro was right, but, like, hey, yo, can you stop, like, interrupting? Like, can, can the panelists talk? He's a little
3: overzealous. Yeah. yeah. Like,
0: dude was, excited. Dude, dude was mad excited to talk about his hip-hop knowledge, but I was like, Doug, this is not the time. Like, we're trying to listen to the panel. And, like, it kind of got to the point where he was just, like, annoying because he just kept on interrupting and he would kind of go on his tangents oh. for like two to three minutes at a time.
3: Everybody's like, Were you fucking stop?
0: Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. that it,
0: it was sucking off the energy in the room. But, uh, what did y'all do for the two thirty uh, panels?
3: Um, I was here. Go ahead, go ahead,
1: I went so- to making music online, learn tips and tricks to start your journey into making music for an online audience. So, um, Though I didn't know any other panelists there, I didn't listen to any of their music, um, they gave some really good advice about um, revenue, merch, um, Patreon, licensing music sponsorships, um, and also CPAs or like basically... How get paid. yeah how you get paid and stuff like that and um i asked the question how do you market slash manage your social media to gain slash maintain followers and subscribers like i i went straight for the jugular with that one um so they gave some really good advice it's a lot that i'm looking on my ipad right now that um it's just way too long to uh, just like explain but most of them they're still making music online while they are also have a side job well I believe there were five panelists and about two of them were like strictly making music online, like that's their income and stuff like that. Um, but the general consensus is just be consistent with your content. Um, your audience will find you and stuff like that. Promote, um, ask your friends to share if you're just starting out and stuff like that. So I think it was really, really cool. Um, Especially since I saw, but well, I got even more advice in another panel that I'll talk about later.
0: Max, what did you do during that 2.30 session?
2: I did two. I went to this one called World Building, Beyond the Basics, which it was very informative. Both of the people that were doing the panel are, like, they have multiple, like, books out currently. So they talked about more than just, like, creating a world. They talked about... um like what are what's the call you talk about the deeper things like what is the culture of the people you know the culture is going to affect certain things it's going to affect the religion it's going to affect it's going to affect certain things what key events have happened in the world and how do they affect the people how do they affect the culture Mm -hmm. basically they they said you got to interweb everything they talked about a lot of that stuff, and everything they said was really informative. They had a PowerPoint stuff. I took a lot of pictures. It was if you're if you're planning on like creating your own world, that was definitely a good panel to go to. After it was over, I headed over to to catch the tail end of the one that Brian was at the the uh, hip hop and animated gaming. And I caught that guy that he was talking about going full tangent. Like, he was, he was, he was, he, like, he was, he was very passionate about what he was saying. But I could just read the room and tell that, like, nobody was listening. Like, everyone wanted him to kind of shut up.
0: And, like, the other unfortunate about that panel is, like, the first part of the panel was legitimately about anime and hip-hop at some point it got off the rails partly because of that guy, but partly got off rails where they was talking about like the music industry and like, uh, you know, they, and they, they had a PowerPoint and they kind of went off that PowerPoint and they started talking about the music industry and, uh, you know, discoverability and some historical aspects, which is kind of cool, but not for that, not for that topic that, you know, we were there for. Mm -hmm. Um, so from there we all went to this next panel. Um well no, I don't know if all of us went here.
1: Yeah, we all did.
0: Okay. Uh Cartoon Court.
2: <laughs> oh, boy, that's oh, I love it. The same guys
0: that did the cartoon smasher pass yes, on same day thing. one. So for the cartoon court, so let me explain, um Deontay. So for the cartoon court, basically the whole thing is improv so none of this was like planned and it was completely based off of crowd participation and so it was a massive panel and the two hosts they looked around the room and they tried to find people who are cosplaying so like I think the first one was was the first Velma one the Mario one oh no
1: first no, one Velma Velma and, and Shaggy. Shaggy that yeah. and
0: so yeah. they, they found two people who was cosplaying Velma and Shaggy so they got them up on stage and then they made a court case based off the cosplayers. And so, because they had Velvet Shack on the stage, one was the defendant, you know, one was the um, what's the other term? Prosecutor. 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 And <laughs> the case was the um, the, the custody of Scooby-Doo.
2: Yes. <laughs> And no, so, all of this is improv, mind you. Right. All of it is improv.
3: They're doing this all off the.
0: Cuff.
2: So even the two cosplayers, they had to, they
3: had to improv because
0: yes.
2: they didn't know what was going yes. on. Okay. Yes,
1: yeah.
3: and it it
0: was absolutely hilarious. Where they were just trying to defend each each point, each side. Um, they had like the crowd um interact with it too. Um, they had the people they brought up there. They had to the improv right then and there. Um, and that's like one of those moments, like you got to had to be there to to really experience it type things. Um, so yeah. all the matchups, they had Velma and Shaggy over the Custody uh-huh. of Scooby-Doo.
1: Um, uh, Mario and Bowsette for, um, I think it was,
0: there's it was a love triangle with them and peach.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Ew. <Definitely. laughs> um,
1: what was another one they pulled? What was it? It was Esmeralda and like, oh, like the princesses from Thumbelina and yeah versus um, Disney. Disney. Versus of uh, the Queen of Hearts.
0: Yeah, like, it, it was. It was like the the Don Blue princesses versus the Disney Corporation.
1: Yes,
3: <laughs> like princesses.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah, and it was like over copyright and crap like that. Um,
1: it's like who's the company with the best princesses, or like the one true owner of the princess title, or something like that.
0: What was the one with um? It was SpongeBob, and
1: it was. No, 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 it was Mr. Krabs. Mr. Krabs, Mr. Krabs, and, and um, else. I'm trying to remember. Oh my gosh, it was Mr. Krabs. Oh my gosh, it was somebody from like a different oh, franchise um, or something. Um, it was uh, Rouge the Bat.
2: Rouge, yeah. <laughs> it was. It, they. This one was a stretch. That was a stretch. They couldn't find anybody for the last round. So I forgot what she said. She connected it some. was like, "Oh, Rouge is a thief." So that's like really she, she likes money or something like that. Yeah,
0: but there was a guy who was cosplaying as Plankton. His impression was spot, was spot on. on,
2: bro. He sounded exactly like Plankton. That shit was, was spot on, perfect.
3: <laughs> um, Damn, yeah. Uh, I actually like the voice actor for who plays Plankton because he does it so just like plainly. Um,
0: one. <laughs> One that was so cringe. Oh, and and but there's going to be some cringe moments in this. Point. Yeah. It's going oh to be some yeah, without moments. a doubt. The cringiest uh, probably was uh, it was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle one. Uh, oh. <laughs> and it was like a girl who was like clearly like maybe 14, 15. Oh, this uh, shit. And they asked her something, and she just like yeah, cause she's a bitch. And everybody's
2: like, oh. "No one expected that. Nobody <laughs> at all. Nobody, because this girl was for full out straight bitch. Like,
1: and <laughs> <Yeah, enough, laughs> C- like, the Yeah, they they were either oh. cosplaying Michelangelo and Donatello, I Wait, believe. The,
3: the kid said that. Yeah, the kid said but,
1: that. Yes,
2: and yes, like was, okay."
1: okay. <laughs> saying? okay it was, Bruh, okay. Bruh, it, it, was
2: yeah, it was donatello and leon it was donatello and leonardo like over like inheritance over oh, master splitter yeah. yeah yeah like and like the, the, Lord, the
0: panelists the panelists were so off guard with that they were just like all right we're done <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, like I really enjoy the panel because they were sa- again, as you said, they were the same panelists from Cartoon Smasher Pass, AC Racebus, Jax Blade, who I really like, Palestino, and Saber Spark. Loved it.
3: Oh, that's the one with um Mr. Shark, the black guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, who? Jax Blade. Jax oh, yeah. Blade. Where he creates um videos around anime workouts and stuff like that. He recreated Saitama's workout, like what is it? Three what I don't I don't even remember the workout. All I know is I was tired. A hundred
2: push ups, a hundred sit ups, yeah, a hundred squats and a two kilometer run That's every nice. single day for three years.
1: So he recreated three that years. workout. Yeah.
2: Jesus Christ.
1: I'm tired th- just thinking about that. Two kilometers. I hate jogging.
0: Um, But yeah, that was pretty... That was that was fun. And I think that's one of the ones that they do every year. Um, if I'm not mistaken.
3: Um, that sounds like... Um, I would probably enjoy that if I cosplay because I want to do improv stuff. So I'd probably be able
1: to get into that. I can dig it. Love it.
0: Okay. Um, so that was yeah, was four.
1: The next one is 530 panels, which I enjoyed. What
0: is your 530? Because I can't remember
1: what I did for you. My 30 was My Panel Academia. So um meet up again with J. Michael Tatum. Um talking about his role as Tenya Ida in my My Hero Academia and stuff like that uh, how he got into voice acting that was part of it i know he had a separate panel for that but he's t- t- talking about how he got into voice acting basically he was tricked into <laughs> getting into voice acting like just overlay voices for a character temporarily because they quote unquote found somebody but uh that's not the case they wanted him to voice that character and his career shot off um really really love his voice as tanya ida um he plays the character so well in terms of how strict Tinya is, because if That's you've totally seen the anime, freak. yeah, he wants everything a certain order. And um, somebody asked when it got to the Q&A session, because most of the panels are like 30 minutes for them to talk up there with um, whomever is conducting the panel in 30 minutes of questions or something like that. That's not like most of the panels. But um. <clears throat> So I know he mentioned like that whole arc. Where was, what was that, um, hero killer? The first one that we saw,
0: um, stain.
1: Versus- yes. Stain. Yeah. Talk- yeah. Talked about stain and how difficult it was to uh, voice those parts. Cause it was like out of the norm for Ida. and I was like, oh, this is amazing. And this was the panel where, um, I, I asked him, well, I asked him two questions. So the first question was how. Well, as artists, we are compilations of our experiences and the projects that we work on and stuff like that. So, what would you take from my hero academia, like voicing Tinya Ida, onto your other works? And he said, "Learn to trust and let go." I was like, "Yeah, like I completely get it. I completely understand. Um, at least for me, because um, you know, getting ready for grad school and um." being super nervous and trusting the process that everything's gonna line up how it's supposed to be so that that resonated and after that heartfelt conversation i asked him if he could say period pool
2: he did he did With, with with the hand movements and everything he surely did
1: and this was a panel like i was i was cosplaying as raven that day when um I reminded him that I was Shigo yesterday. He remembered me, so that was fun. Um and he did it Pere and in, in Tinya Ida's voice.
2: <laughs> he did say it just like that in, in Tinya's voice.
1: Oh my gosh, that's I keep kicking myself for not getting that on video. I really Yeah, no, you dropped
3: the ball on that one.
1: I know. I guess literally, like when I went up to the mic, we were just vibing for a little bit. Like that's how it was when I met him Friday at his um, autograph session. Like we were legit just vibing. Like sometimes you're in the moment and you're like meeting somebody that you're really cool with and then they vibe with you because I didn't come off creepy. I'm not a creepy person. I just thought I would come off creepy. (laughs) So be like
3: trying to Mm -hmm. to date J. Michael Tatum.
1: No, I'm in a whole happy relationship of almost four years. So I'm off the market, fellas. (laughs) and <laughs> Brian's immediate face is like I knew this was coming I, but the disappointment is still there
0: <laughs> oh my god it, it's Pride Muff enjoy your time
1: happy pride and anything else is like...
0: <laughs> it's always oh. there. Max were you at the same panel
2: I was at the same panel so I witnessed all the madness
1: oh my god yes. again you saw us vibing like, um... like he's, he's a cool dude
0: I didn't go to that panel um, only because I never finished my hero. I was like what season four or something, Um yeah. And I didn't watch much of the dub. I mostly watched sub, um, so I'm not super familiar with the dub cast. I maybe saw like part of season one dubbed and that's it. Um, and everything else I just saw like subbed. But um, the thing I want I went to was Groove is in the art music and comics with dmc and friends so uh this was the panel that uh one of the panels that daryl mcdaniels was in um and again he talked about you know the inspiration with dmc daryl makes comics um he also talked about like the creative process um and then the other panelists um amy chu that was one of the writers for um dmc um, but all the other panels worked with other artists as well. They were on the rock side of things. And so they kind of talked about their influence, um, how they interacted with the artists, how they brought the artists, you know, vision to their, like one of the art, one of the creators on there worked on the Kiss comic. And he talked about his experiences on that. Um, and then like, uh, there was another one with like really abstract art. So that was real, that was real fun. And, and again, kind of Daryl McDaniels kind of took over. Um, His personality just so like he he's so happy to be there and so happy to like talk. That's awesome. So he like it was really cool to see him like really geek out and really like
3: get into it. Um, so it's all about it should be. Yeah, I feel like it should. I think a lot of people that probably go to the cons, they probably think that it's just supposed to be a thing where you ask your question, you get you get a thing, and you leave after a panel. But instead, kind of sort of, you really want it to be a thing where it's a little bit more than just asking your question from your favorite celebrity or voice actor or whomever is there. And you want that extra bit of connection to no, see
2: no, that trust they me. are
3: actually people.
2: Yeah, it trust they me, are like... just people, just like us. <laughs> They wouldn't be mm-hmm. there if that wasn't the, yeah that's a fact um and you know it also depends on the panelists like one thing about nerds is we feed off energy like a motherfucker <laughs> and you know when a panel when a panelist is excited and up up in energy and generally talking to the audience and not at the audience it's a completely different vibe as if you had someone mm-hmm. that half like not organized like stoic it's a completely different vibe and then nobody will be paying attention you have certain you'll go into one panel and it'll be like just a bunch of random people not really paying attention to what's going on up front and then you'll have other panels where everyone is full attention forward it's almost like you're in a it's almost like you're in a TV episode especially when we went to the uh the inside the ass whooping that was the best mm-hmm. example like, like honestly the crowd like the crowd was involved in every part and the the most the 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 funnest panels were the ones where they had they got the audience involved yeah every time they got the audience involved boy it was it was awesome it was genuinely awesome it was fun to be there because at the end of the day like we're there to have fun. We're there to be nerds, we're there to act an ass, and we're there to have fun.
1: Yep, yeah, yep, yep.
0: So, the next <laughs> um, panel started at 7 o'clock. Um, I went to analysis of fighting game storylines. Um, it was fine. Uh, it... How do I say this? It, okay, so his big thing was a lot of fighting games don't have on the surface level, a lot of fighter games don't have a good, you know, story to their narrative or to their like actual game, um, but kind of his argument around it was that there's a lot of story and lore is just hidden, so, like, you have to find it through the instruction manual or character bios or the extended media, like comics and books and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. And he kind of talked about his favorite examples. Um, I believe Tekken 2 story was, like, up there um mortal Kombat story was up there um and king of fighters i think that was his his favorite one was king of fighters the orochi saga um
1: that was mm-hmm. like his
0: top like fighting game storyline um but he also showed like bad examples too like the dead or alive movies and like mm-hmm. the original street fighter movie and like you know he showed bad examples too and and you know, how people could take and, you know, it's like a lot of fighting games have simple premises, and it's just like it's funny how Hollywood would take those simple premises and just completely destroy them. (laughs)
3: Love it all the way up.
0: And make them so unnecessary.
1: I'm looking at you, Dragon Ball Z live action.
0: (laughs) Right. It's like something that should be simple. It's literally just a journey to the West, but they somehow messed that up. Um, So that was what I went to during the seven o'clock time, what did y'all go
1: yeah. to? Max right. and I went to anime trivia game show.
2: Which one was that again?
1: That was with the um buttons and th- that dude that was like <laughs> sitting on the front row, and he was basically like, Okay, now, re- now press the green button, like we got to reset, blah blah blah, all that stuff. That was a- that's funny. right.
2: Yeah, that one that one was fun. Clayton was in that bad boy, they had a lot of questions that i just did not
1: know <laughs> yeah like the questions like the so, uh, the panelists like leading they both cosplayed as characters from chainsaw man there we go um but the pen the head panelist the guy he was reading off of these flashcards that he had on a key ring and stuff like that i'm like okay these questions i actually get i've watched a lot of these anime i'm like okay maybe i could get on the second wave for the people answering the questions and i got on the second wave I'm like, okay, let's do this. But at that point he ran out of questions. So he either repeated questions and then he asked some audience members to ask some questions and it was just mainly one piece questions. Don't ask me anything. One piece I reset last podcast, tune into a um, previous podcast episode. I already the last podcast episode one piece and me. No, that's over a thousand, episodes of what the fuck. But I was asked those questions. I was there. I I just told myself to make myself feel better. Um, I was there to look pretty. Le- there look cute. I was
3: there I was just, to look
1: pretty. <laughs> like I was I was I was pressing the button when I could. I was just sitting back. I'm like, yeah. You no, know like what?
2: I had a drink to that. <laughs> oh my god. This is just juice.
1: Oh lord. Mm. It is. But um, yeah. But it was a really well ran panel. I'm not gonna knock the people who knew all the stuff and like, it was it was really cool. I'm just a dumbass when it comes to like some big anime, and I hate to say it. Like, I forgot almost everything in Bleach because there was one um question. It was like, what's the candy Ichigo uses for like something with a soul? It was soul candy, and my brain was just like loading, like loading honestly had you
3: know that
2: fucking fax machine sound <laughs> yes
1: no, I got G- that G- dial-up G- 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 G-
2: <laughs> that that colorful circle that spins man <laughs> it, m-
1: make, making that AOL dial-up internet fucking noise too I had to, um
3: had the buffer just a little
1: bit just a wee bit but um I enjoy the panel nonetheless. Um. Really well, Rand. If they do it again, I'll be make. I'll make sure I'll have watched a lot more anime by that time. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. After that was another panel. We went all. We all went to the back alley beatdowns, which was yes just the second part of Internet part As- two As-
2: of incidentals. Yeah. Same thing, basically, just different yeah. fights.
0: Um. So after that, we had very different stories. Uh, <laughs> very different explorations. Um. I'll talk about Vines first and I'll let y'all talk about the um the um rave. All right, so well here here's here's the preface. Um if you're gonna do the rave, buy the tickets early, buy the yes. tickets the same time you buy your regular MomoCon tickets. Yes. Yes. Um because they will um sell out, especially the day yes. off. So make sure you do that uh, in well in advance because there is a, a a capacity uh for those but um you all went to the rave um i decided to stay behind um wasn't super big into that anyway um so there wasn't a lot to do (laughs) after that um i went to beats and bites so um some of the rappers that was at the panel earlier um like substantial um they did a whole hip-hop concert that lasted for a few hours which was cool because i never saw substantial live so that was cool to see him um and the vibes was really cool in the concert um there was some crowd participation stuff but it was still a vibe where you could just kind of lay in the back you could just chill um just vibe out or you can you know be in there and and you know do the crowd participation thing so that was really cool i wish more people were there um i felt like the timing was weird because it was at 9 p.m so most people were like leaving at that time or and or going to the rave
3: early concert
0: no it was it was nine oh, actually, that's kind of late it was late because the mind you the con the first sessions of the con started like eight thirty in the morning so yeah oh yeah never mind most people were like we're leaving at that time um so eight thirty to like it was those nine to like 11 or 12 something like that um so i i hung out there for about an hour or so and then i was like all right i'm hungry I didn't want to, you know, force myself to eat $12 pizza again. Personal pan pizza, which they were still selling at that point. Um, and I didn't want a $7 glizzy. So I was just like, all right, let me <laughs> seven. Yes, $7.
2: It was $7 for a Glizzerino, <laughs> Yes. <laughs>
0: um, So I was like, all right, pull up on Google Maps. All right, let's see what's walking distance. All right, there's this um, that place we try to go to Friday night um, that was by the con. Um, it was some restaurant that was like right by the con.
1: But, I know what you're talking about.
0: But the parking was like full when we got there or whatever. So I was like, okay, mm. 20 minute walk, not bad. Let me go walk over there. I got time. As I was leaving the Georgia Congress Center, a f- mass. Flood of people pour out of the um, Mercedes-Benz stadium. Because apparently there was a a concert that happened right at the... It was an Ed Sheeran concert that just so happened to be on the same night. And just so happened to exit right when I was going on there. So like thousands of people are pouring out of this, this stadium all at once. So I'm walking through this crowd of people get to the place. And a, the security at the thing said, yeah, we're not taking any walk-ins. You have to have a reservation. I was like, okay, great. So I walked was 20 minutes for nothing. So walk 20 minutes back to the con. And I was like, all right, let me look at what else is here. All right, cool. Waffle house. That's a 10 minute walk from here. So I walk over to waffle house, bunch of people at the waffle house. I asked how long the wait is. She's like an hour. Not waiting an hour for Waffle House. <laughs> so I walked my ass right back to the con.
2: <laughs> oh, my, my God. God.
0: And proceeded to be hungry until you you all went out to rave. And the, the crazy thing is, there's still stuff to do at the con. So, like, ain't gonna lie, some of the sessions that was going on late at night, I, it's just, it it wasn't it. Like, I walked into, when I by the time I did all my walking... And they came back. I was at a panel called Obscure Anime. And it was so, like, kind of awkward. Because it was, like, it was a smaller group of people in the room. And I came in halfway and they kind of were just talking. There was, like, nothing on the screen. And I was like, all right, this is my time to eat my last of my trail mix. So I have some type of food in me. Um, and then I walked out of there. And then the other panels were, like, there were some podcasts um, stuff that I didn't care about, like the Ruby Trivial Sumber Party or Latin Dancing for Geeks or JoJo's okay. All-Star Trivia R, De- Dead by Daylight Trivia, yeah, nothing, no. nothing that I cared about. So you know what I did? I walked my ass all the way down there to the basement level, played on some arcade games, um... Went to the console free play, looked at some stuff over there, and kind of just, you know, bid time um, down there um, while y'all got out of the um, uh, uh, rave. And then we met up, and my night ended with finally some food, with us staying at cookout for like, what, 45 minutes in that line?
1: I don't want to think about that. Damn. I and don't. Max, it was that, that long. I do not remember Bruh. that being that long. Max
2: was out, boy. That's yes, why I don't remember it Bruh. being that mm-hmm. long. I was asleep. You are Max, not. <laughs> Max said,
0: "Told us, hey, wake me up when we when we get up to the line." And so, you know, we got up to the line. He was like, "Hey, Max, are you there?" He's like, was like, was like, did you want to order anything?" He's like, "No."
3: And Went back to the <laughs>
1: Bro, and we, bro, we've been drinking at I don't drink.
2: remember any of that. I was quite drunk.
1: <laughs> Man. So that was so funny.
0: I'll, I'll bring it to y'all so y'all can talk about the, the rave experience. Ooh,
2: boy. It's first oh. time going to anything. What?
0: Oh, my bad. One thing before that. um, There was not a lot of people in the panels that, that late at night, but there was still a bunch of people in the area. And so, one of the things I remember when walking to the Waffle House there's just a massive amount of people just outside of the convention center, like in that little courtyard area right by the scene. Yes. And it's like, there's people blasting trap music. There's people blasting rock. There's people blasting indie music. Everybody's just dancing. And like people's just yelling. At some point, they just started um, chanting, ATL, ATL. Just started randomly (laughs) chanting. (laughs) And I remember walking past like one of the security and they're and they saw they talked to another security just like how long are they out here until and the guy was like until 2 a.m and she was like damn <laughs> man oh
2: man on oh, that a- shit? yeah no mm-hmm. in the courtyard it stuff is a party like if you don't want to pay like the courtyard it's always like that every year you go to the little courtyard right there it's always a party yeah even though when i went two years ago it was so many people smoking cigarettes Bros. that there was a there was a smoke screen like <laughs> there was a smoke screen throughout the- i had to go inside because i was i couldn't breathe i was breathing in straight cigarette smoke but anyway on to this rave right <laughs> so it was me clayton no teacher um we walked in this thing is you know it's loud music or you' the tss, 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 like you hear, you hear the music going on upstairs oh, I headed downstairs we headed downstairs first you know got some drinks in our system um and we went into the into the rave scene which itself it, you know it's it's dark and there's a lot of flashing lights so if you have epilepsy, don't do no. it
1: no, <laughs> or, a no. good idea.
2: not at all no um, but I, you know, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. This is my first time going to a rave. I didn't know what I was getting myself into, but... The music was lit. Like, yeah. everything you could bump to, everything you could jump to, everything you could dance to, they started remixing, they had remixes on, on different hip-hop songs different uh anime or they have remixes on anime openings different rock songs just everything and like just jumping genre to genre to genre and it was lit as hell after drinking you know we we were just kind of awkwardly in the back at first because we didn't know how to what to do yeah but once we got some liquor in the system boy (laughs) man
3: Yo, some men and right at that exact
2: moment when the liquor the liquid courage kicked in right we we got from the back of the of the scene to the front of it and I don't even remember how
1: I remember <laughs> like but, well first I gotta talk about the drinks. first of all, it is expensive,
2: yes, pre-game
1: yes, definitely pregame game like do that because I spent I think fifty two dollars that night jesus so, and that was for like about. two or three shots and two drinks and i was like this is too much my local bar way cheaper but hey it's a rave they need to make money but um i remember because again don't. St- <laughs> don't, to <laughs> <laughs> don't. don't justify uh, the price <laughs> i mean it was at the tabernacle so they obviously had to pay like to have the rave they at the Tabernacle from the
3: river why are you spending fifty
1: fucking dollars on three drinks? Oh, uh, and shot. But they had some drink specials. But uh, I was still in cosplay. A whole lot of people were actually actually in cosplay. So f- again, along with Max, first rave and then first rave, like cosplay and like being with fellow cosplayers. Man, I remember. Uh, by the time I had my last like drink, um, and shot, like I'm at the front. I'm with our other friend Kadesha but i got a glow stick from on stage like just random raving um there's one girl that, that like girl person i'm just gonna go with person um don't know your gender but love you um uh, they just like tapped me on the shoulder tur- i turn and then they do the little korean heart i'm like oh i did it back and like cool and then we just ended up hugging like side hugging and i'm like this is what people do cool and then later on like probably like a few songs later um i'm back in the back and i'm over here like duck walking i'm voguing i'm doing my he was
2: full out voguing yes i was.
1: was full out voguing in my raven cosplay i wish i had my boots on because that floor was slippery from sweat alcohol and everything in between
2: which my <laughs> sweat
0: alcohol i had his boots the entire time so when I was doing that trek, I might as well have been bodybuilding at the same time because I had
1: the I had big I'm
0: ass like... boots in my book bag as I'm doing this trek.
1: I'm sorry, I really should have got them because it would it would have been so much easier to do that. Like believe it or not, it's easier to Vogue and duck walk in boots rather than tennis shoes. But um Um I I was doing you all of that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I mean if, if my birthday is coming up. Oh yeah, my birthday is next week. Woo. Hey. June, woo! Dang,
0: it was that
1: June, fast. Jesus. Yeah, June twenty first. That's my birthday. Um, but the, after I was doing all that voguing, like, oh, and I was um dipping or death dropping, what people will already call it. So yeah, I was doing all that. I get up. There's this girl that hugs me. I was especially remember it was like, like she was a girl. Oh, um, she hugs me and all that stuff, and then she hands me a bracelet. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm gonna put on the bracelet, thinking nothing of it. I'm still like tipsy slash drunk more so on the drunk side because i wasn't driving and um when we leave the rave i remember just looking at my wrist it's a teal and pink beaded handmade bracelet that said whore <laughs> wait uh, wait
2: uh, i'm gonna I'm a fuck <laughs> oh my god <laughs> got your ass got
1: him <laughs> I'm not lying.
3: <laughs> Got your ass. <laughs> and she probably heard him like, oh my God, he probably thinks that it's like this cute little friendship bracelet. No, I'm calling him a whore. It's <laughs> just whore. <laughs>
1: You're a whore.
2: I'm calling him a whore.
3: And I'm giving them to everybody that I don't like when I
2: see them. <laughs> oh, God. <Bruh. laughs> um, I think the highlight, I, I can't say highlight, but at, at a moment to remember for me uh, Squeamish Alert. Okay, oh, God. so I don't like they story. had this. Uh, they they were passing out. At a certain point, they started throwing out these little glow sticks, right?
1: Uh-oh.
2: Like these, not even glow sticks. They're like rods that light up, and you just start doing like you know, like you can like assume, put them in the air and stuff. So I was walking forward, you know, I'm vibing, I'm dancing, and someone does this. I'm behind them, and there's a little like there's an indention on the tip of it and it literally scoops underneath my eye right here and they scooped that bad boy. And I I thought my eye popped out of its socket. (laughs) I I thought my eyeball popped out of its socket. And I had to literally, like, luckily I closed my eye, like I blinked just in time so it didn't get under my eye. But it got here on my lower eyelid and my lower eyelid was way up here. I had to like uh. scoop it out and mm. oh my God, the pain. I
0: hate this
2: story so the story. the pain, the pain, the pain. And I couldn't see out of that eye for like a split second. I thought I was blind. I thought it was over. I thought my eye got scooped that out. It was over. <laughs> I it was over. this is it. But I was in pain for the rest of the night. I was like everyone's dancing. I'm like, oh my god!
1: <laughs>
2: like I need, to, I need oh Like I'm, I'm suffering. Right. I'm actually suffering.
3: I can only imagine like the 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 scream, like you know that Tom and Jerry, <laughs> like when Tom stubs his toe or some shit, and it's like that. <gasps> <Yeah.
1: laughs>
3: It's just your eye. Oh my god, I'm sorry, Mac. I didn't yeah, I know it, you it, got like you yeah. got um, x-ray from like it, MK or something.
2: Like someone tried to scoop my fucking eyeball out. Uh, like you, got, you was in a trailer
3: for MK1 reboot. Like <laughs> legit.
2: Oh my god. But um other than that, like there's there, you know, the, as the night progresses, more stuff starts. The different artists get at, on the stage. Um they had background dances not backgroundists but like the dancers on the stage all fine as hell freaking npcs (laughs) the npcs not the npcs but yeah they had dancers on the stage fine as hell so if you 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 know there's there's just a lot going on the music's great uh the alcohol was fully in the system i'm pretty sure there's some people that were on some other things in there but not i Mm-mm. out there zooted um yeah it was fun i'm definitely doing that again like Without i'm, I'm here, if, yes thank was pray and <laughs> pray that my eye doesn't get scooped Wear out. Wear goggles no. next time <laughs> <Just> goggles. <laughs> goggle? get a helmet get a helmet <laughs> get a stinky look like bro. But yeah, it was fun. If definitely doing that again. If, if if when I'm not if I am going to MomoCon again this year, but I'm also doing the rave.
1: I gotta save up because I gotta fly all the way from Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oh, damn. So yeah. Um and
2: also
0: when y'all when y'all did get back to the con and meet up, because y'all got back around twelve ish almost I one.
1: think so, yeah. Yes, yes, around that time, because I remember um Dante coming in my car. thank God I wasn't driving because I we would have died <laughs> um, but he came yeah, in clutch. I
0: drove I wasn't drinking so it would have been no
1: true. difference oh, true. well, somebody was there to drive us and then um, we got picked up between the state farm and the Georgia World Congress Center went to cookout. that was it was't 40 something minutes it was at least a good like 25.
0: but before 30. we even got to the cookout when we was waiting for our ride to pick us up from the convention center, um, it we oh. was in the lobbies. We used to the lobby because the, there were still panels going on until 2 AM. So like they didn't have to close everything down until 2 AM. So not only were there a, just a bunch of people like outside, there's a bunch of people inside, not at panels, just in that little foyer area where you get your registration. And it was just chaos, dog. It was just yeah. It was more speakers out in inside where people just blasting music. There was like a dude with a skateboard that was just skating around inside. And at just, some point, I looked over and Clayton did a death drop, and there's a whole circle around Clayton yelling and screaming.
1: <laughs> Main character energy, so Not only
3: is there chaos, but Clayton is adding to it and making it worse. <laughs> He's at the yeah, center G-B. of
2: the chaos
1: main character energy let's go
2: <laughs> you love to see it no i'm all for that energy during this shit bro momocon is the is the time to do that shit
1: oh my gosh and i remember um khalid one of our other friends like tagged me in a post um who like somebody like some atlanta page they were at momocon and they were at that dance circle so they caught hank hill some like older guy that co- cosplayed as hank hill just Breaking it down. I'm glad they didn't get all of it because towards the end of him dancing in the circle, he's decided to sew his stroke game on the ground. I was oh. like, I'm seeing one I'm a, hand. I'm,
2: I'm, I gigantic. can't imagine Hank Hill, like Hank Hill of all Hank, people dude, doing this shit. Hank Hill of all fucking Mom, people. Wanna, bro. Never mind. I'll Stop. Say that for like, Stop. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bubba, don't you know me and your bum? All right. So anyway, um,
1: <laughs>
0: I I wasn't going to say
3: anything.
1: Um,
0: going to the next day. Um, so yeah, we got we got back super late, um, because of um cookout. By the way, that cookout was good. Like we don't we don't have cookout down here in South Florida, so that was a treat for me to get some cookout. Um, and I very much enjoyed my meal.
2: What what sandwich did you guys get? I remember I was conscious enough to hear your order. I was like, what the fuck is he ordering?
0: I got, I got like a, a cheeseburger with bacon. I think we both got the same burger. You had I got different the- things on it, but we both got the burger.
1: Yeah, I got the Big Double Cheeseburger with everything on it. Oh, what wow. were my two sides? It was like, what? Cajun fries?
0: I think I had the Tater Tots.
1: Tater Tots? There no Tater Tots at Cookout? Okay, I had something. Oh lord! But if, you, anyway, you it, would, was it, it was good. It was like I rem- I remember I was I was so fucking. I had tired. that
0: gigantic like sweet tea. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> that thirty two ounce sweet tea.
3: Yeah, that joke was ridiculous.
1: <laughs> but thirty uh,
3: two ounce sweet tea.
1: Right. It was big. Sh- like I used to work at Cookout before I started teaching. Man,
0: and like the crazy. Okay, so if you never like seen a Cookout <laughs> because I, I the first time I have seen a Cookout was like when I was in college. So it was just it was like, what is this magical place? You can you would get a side like the the price is cheap. You'll get like a main meal, but then you'll get like two sides. But the two sides will be like you could get something like fries, but you could also get like chicken tenders for your sides. So no,
1: you can, oh, yeah, you could get like Cajun wraps, you could get what nuggets. Nuggets. Or, uh, um I want to say hot
0: dogs. Well, hot dog is main item. Okay, hot dogs main item. Quesadilla as a side.
1: Mm-hmm. oh hush puppies
0: that's what i had hush puppies that's what i had mm-hmm. i had hush puppies um and like then you also get a drink with it and your total will be like eight dollars <laughs> it will be like eight dollars you get all of this food
1: oh and you could sub your drink for a shake for just a, an additional dollar really yeah
3: i'm going to cook out more often though i've been avoiding it wait there's, there's some up there in virginia hell yeah it's like 10 minutes away from me
0: oh my god I wish I had something down in South Florida. Like it's
3: up the street like the main road.
0: It's okay, side tangent. It's Cookout, it's Zaxby's, and there's another Georgia like only restaurant that I wish we had in South Florida. Like, like um, I mean, Zaxby's
3: is here in Virginia.
0: Do, they don't have any in South Florida.
1: Well, anything north of Florida on the East Coast. You said
2: Cookout, Zaxby's, uh, da, 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 da. something else, else. That's like Georgia based. Or at least I know mm-hmm. it's
0: in the south. Burger? We definitely uh, don't have water, no, burger, that, that, that's that's like,
1: water burger. That's like Florida. That's like yeah, that's Florida and Mid
0: East. We, we do not have no damn water burger down here.
1: <coughs> mm. But like, I, water- I, I
0: get so damn tired of McDonald's and Wendy's and Burger King. Like, give me something, mm-hmm. your dog.
3: Bro, I haven't had any like of that in so long. It's been
2: great.
0: You you can't avoid it And where I live. You can't avoid it because they're like one on every fucking corner.
2: <laughs> it's just, yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what your restaurant you're talking about. I don't. I don't know what restaurant you're talking. I about. I want to say though, it's right?
0: another chicken place similar to Zaxby's. Oh,
1: Zaxby's. Raising Canes.
0: Yes, we don't have Raising oh, Canes. Okay. Raising
2: Cane's. If
1: you and got I've a Raising Cane's, like fuck Zaxby's.
0: Fuck Zaxby's, Zaxby's if you got Raising
2: Canes. And I only yeah. had
0: Raising Canes once, and that junk was delicious, dog. Yes. <laughs> that
3: was crack.
1: We went on a five-minute tangent about food.
3: Right, <laughs> They're right. Um, that they made me hungry. And I haven't eaten.
1: I haven't eaten either, man.
0: I got some Popeyes in the kitchen waiting on me. All right, so um, on Sunday, um, we we actually didn't get there super late, um, and it was the last day. So last day it ends at like five. Yeah. Um, so we we made it to the eleven thirty sessions, and. <laughs> Me and Max went to the DBZ World Martial Arts Tournament. Yes,
2: I love this one, bro. I (laughs) fucking loved it.
0: This joke was so fun. (laughs) So, like, me and Max, we was like, all right. There was, like, several ones we was like, all right, maybe we could go to this, maybe we could go to that. Uh, But we was like, let's go to the DBZ one. If it's too cringe, we'll go somewhere else. So the premise of this was you had to do, like, a bunch of, like, Dragon Ball Z-inspired competitions to win or get, like, you know, qualified. And so the first one that they had to qualify was, like, a punching contest where you had a punch, like, a punch bag, and you get a score. And the score was based on speed and velocity. Well, no, velocity and, like, impact of your punch. And you got, like, this little wristband thing that would, like, test, like, how fast and how aggressive your punch would be. To the punching bag yes and boy let me tell you it was a long line of people that went up for this max was part of it
2: yeah i did it one time so what it was though it, it was that little wristband that you put on it doesn't base it off of power it's not on the actual dragon ball z shit. it bases it off of speed so there's technique to it um if you just try to hit it as hard as you can you're not gonna get it so what this one? What I realized this one guy was doing? He was twisting his whole body, so his arm could travel, and he let it loose, and that he got a high ass score. I remember I got it was like twenty. It was in the twenties. The the the, uh, the 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 high score was like in the twenties. Me, I got a pathetic old ten point five because I didn't get the technique down till, <laughs> until after the fact, and then I punched the thing. It hurt my wrist, so I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna do it again. <laughs> I'm just gonna watch.
0: <laughs> but like you could you could you could do it again like and like the number kept on raising. So like at first it was like the number to beat was like twelve and then it would be like sixteen. Then it was like twenty-two like it got ridiculous so fast and it had like a hard cutoff of like thirty minutes and like you know everybody could do it, so it it like kids could do it, um people that was full and cosplay was doing it, it was it was cool. And then the top five from that had their own competition. So there was like a screaming competition, just like you was powering up and whoever got the highest, like decibels won that match. There was the balance where they had a balance, like plastic bowls of rice while doing all the Ginyu Force poses. Yes. <laughs> that sounds hard. It was.
1: Oh my God. It <laughs>
0: hard as hell for and no reason. And then the final one, which you would think would be easy, but it wasn't. The final one, because you know how Dragon Ball Z, when they just do that super fast, like fighting junk, and just like, and it's just a flurry of punches. They had to do that. So they had both the wristbands on, and they were doing that. But they had to do it for a minute straight.
2: And let me tell you, they, were that, that's straight honest. exhaustion. Like, you, no, you that, have to that, actually that... go forward. You no. can't go, like, you have to go forward with it.
1: Oh, God.
2: And
0: Damn. when I tell you, after they finish, they're like.
2: Like they were sweating.
0: <sighs> like yeah, they it was, Boy, yes. And, like, you could see their energy just leave their body after they
2: finish. After a after, after smooth, like, 20, 30 seconds, they was tired. They was done and it was funny because this one guy got a comeback this guy that was cosplaying as one of the uh, guards from squid game
0: oh yeah black excellence baby black
2: excellence. yeah it, it's black <laughs> ex- black fucking excellence. and he he was one of the first ones to make it at the top five for the punching for the punching uh challenge the first one and he got beat and mm. he lost his spot but he came back and he got his place back. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god, this is like a this is like a real anime training arc. and bro like, was tournament arc.
0: Bro was like smooth through the whole competition. Like, the palace yeah, one, perfect. Uh, he was like in character the whole time, so like he had like slow movements as if he was in Squid Game, and like he didn't take off his helmet until like the very end in Junk. Uh,
2: yeah, for dramatic effect. Right. <laughs> it was,
0: it, like... And mind you, They did all of this. The grand prize for winning.
2: (laughs) You would not believe this shit was hilarious.
0: (laughs) The grand prize for winning the entire competition was a box DVD set of Dragon Ball GT.
2: (laughs) GT! GT! Not Super, not Z. GT.
1: The worst one. Oh, they just
3: tried them, bro. (laughs) Damn. Or you tried the fuck out of him. I'd be pissed.
1: <laughs> I would be true.
3: thoroughly
2: pissed.
0: Oh, if was, I had to uh, go fun.
2: goddamn grand tour. It was dumb fun. Like, that event yeah. was dumb fun.
0: That, that was definitely uh, the highlight on Saturday. I mean, and Sunday, had, and Sunday.
2: Yeah, and they had a survey afterwards of, like, what do you think about it? And what do you think we could include in the future to make it better?
0: yeah mm-hmm. it it was real good and like on that same survey you saw like the other stuff that that same group does um i can't remember all of them but one of them that stuck in my mind was the hero um achievement test or hero um what, what, what's it called from my hero academia um where they have to like they had the test they have to pass to become a hero or a hero in training
1: uh yeah. i know what you're talking about i just forgot the
0: yeah they had they had Their a system like that tests? something like that it was like the hero something. license test something like that um they have a whole they have a, a thing similar like that that they do for my hero based um uh, themed so they didn't have that there at MomoCon, but obviously that's one they, they take out other cons that they do so that was hmm. real cool um what okay. did you do at 11 30 clayton
1: Eleven thirty. I went to diversity support in cosplay. So I'll just read from the app. So cosplay is a vibrant, multifaceted community, but there are still persisting struggles for marginalized groups such as POC car- uh, cosplayers. John Yaya Han, Ali Cat Cosplay, and Storyteller Cosplay for a candid, honest hour of discussion on how to navigate the cosplay scene as a POC, how they each found success within, and how we make cosplay a more diverse and accepting community. So that panel loved it and like because i'm just now starting to like get into african-american history like and um i'm now starting to get into cosplay even though um i've been following yaya han since 2014 2015 when she um recorded actually at a convention i went to animate miami i believe it was 2015 yeah for a tv show called heroes of cosplay on sci-fi so um i saw her like we saw the behind the scenes and the show whatever like that um so we had a very candid conversation about um racism in the cosplay community um double standards um and also uh, i brought up a question how would we feel if um people who are non-pocs um uh, if they cosplay characters that are and um, mm-hmm. that sparked that sparked a really good um conversation about doing things respectfully and stuff like that. And we also talked about blackface and how that has been a thing in um media for quite some time, and especially in Japan. Like even early as Dragon Ball, like Mr. um, Popo. yeah, Mr. Popo, like with the big lips and the of uh, jet black skin. I almost
0: and- all Dragon Ball Z characters
3: up until like Oob. <laughs> Yeah, because Oob is the only one that did not have massive lips. Oobie actually looked okay. Mm
1: -hmm. We talked about that. We talked about um, um, just some crafting things, like uh, some tips and tricks for cosplaying and like wigs and stuff like that. Um, and I got a picture with all three of them. Um love them and i also got their signatures on my ipad on a picture i took with them so that's fun um and i actually ended up like uh, there was a real moment where yaya start she started to like cry slash tear up a bit and stuff like that because it like she was reflecting on her younger self as she was like growing up to be a professional cosplayer now she's cosplaying all the world she recently cosplayed um, as Chun Li for the Street Fighter 6 uh, release with Capcom, like Capcom Cog her it was like, yeah, you need to be Chun Li. Um, but it was very eye-opening. Like, it's those tougher conversations that need to be had, not with ju- not with just PLC leading the conversation, of course, but people who are not like listening and i am glad that the panel wasn't just people like people of color there were i there were some people that were white there too they were there to listen they asked really good questions like how they um can support um poc cosplayers how they can um respectfully cosplay characters that are of not of their own um race and stuff like that so very good panel 10 out of 10 if they all three of them come back together i would love to see it We'll do again. We'll do again.
3: Okay, moving forward,
0: we have the one o'clock panels. Um, I actually jumped around quite a few of these. Um, So at first, me and Max was going to the same one. um, But that panel was like Mm -hmm. stupid crowded, so I left it. Um, So Max, you can tell us about the gotta cook them all Pokemon
2: oh yes 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 that one was actually pretty fun because the panelists were actually chefs The panelists were all chefs and they were all real versed in what they were talking about uh they had a list of Pokemon that they were that they have recipes on and talking about how they would each approach cooking this pokemon it was more it was pretty fucking morbid yes I, and
3: you know in my head i'm thinking that they're making recipes to look like pokemon no they're talking about cooking them they're, they're talking,
2: they're they're talking they're about cooking them if they're they were killing real. a psyduck and, and <laughs> cooking cooking that bad boy um, a la, psyduck a la mode oh yes my God. And the stuff they were talking about they were they were being very descriptive it yeah. sounded very delicious. Some of it sounded delicious, and the and the <laughs> great, and the best thing is they had a Google Drive. They shared a Google Drive with everybody of recipe, actual recipes that they made, that are themed be for the themed after their st- different Pokemon.
1: I'm like, that means you can make side duck frog. Let me
2: let me read a. Couple Ooh, of imagine original. a Garbado pizza.
1: Oh my god.
2: Let me. Uh, let me re- read. I just realized what you said, Squiddy.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: oh my. Drunken Dragonite. That's going to be a martini.
3: Drunken Dragonite.
1: Or, like, ooh.
3: Alt Magnetite.
2: logged into the room. Not
1: oh, yeah, me this. thinking about which Pokemon I'm going to eat. A, a Bulbasaur Cob Salad. Ooh. Let me see.
0: Where did um, I
2: see?
0: <laughs> But it like oh, at one point I... I came I came back to the tail end of that and at some point it was like asking for like pa- like audience to say like add like Pokemon suggestions.
2: Didn't somebody say Mr. Mime? Yeah, that was no they they asked it for the last one. For the last one they asked for something really wild. And they said Mr. Mime.
1: Yo, no, yes. like, no. That's like eating a human.
3: He's very humanoid. You can't do that.
1: Oh god. Just know.
3: Um well Max is looking that up.
0: Um so when that was Phil, I I went to uh because I'm a just a massive Jurassic Park fan, I went to Jurassic Park's influence on dinosaurs. Um because I just love Jurassic Park. I, know I love dinosaurs, um, and it was really cool because they kind of went through dinosaur media, like how dinosaurs were p- depicted in like TV and movies, um, and like kind of like how it was depicted before Jurassic Park and then after Jurassic Park. And they talked about like Jurassic Park's influence, like design of the T Rex, design of like the Raptors. You know, like how Jurassic Park Raptors don't have feathers, but historically. Raptors have feathers (laughs) Um, and like you know they showed us like other media that kind of stemmed up from the popularity of Jurassic Park Um, so I love that as just as a Jurassic Park fan Um, when I left there because I left there halfway through
3: was Jeff Goldblum
0: I I wish oh my god I wish (laughs) (laughs) Um, I briefly stopped at Cartoon Query um, and the the description is favorite cartoon YouTubers as they weather some of the most confusing, confounding, and unlikely questions about your favorite animated shows. Um, I was on there for a few minutes, but when I came there, the topic was what is truly under WD um, Double D's hat from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Hmm. And the panelists were trying to Put their guesses to what they think was under WD's hat, um, Double D's hat. So it was like stuff like that. Um, and then eventually, I made it my way back to um, the cooking Pokemon panel.
2: <laughs> yes, oh, I I found the recipes. Um, so they have a whole bunch of stuff. They got most of the ones they talked about were starters. So I have Bulbasaur bites. That are like spinach basil onion bites. They're like vegetarian. They got they have little pictures with them too. Oh god. Like yeah but there's
1: so much thought put into eating fictional characters.
2: Glazed Pidgey. These aren't characters, these are animals. Go look, eat look, raspberry Raspberry Sesame Glazed Pidgey Surprise. Oh, Aegy Pidgey surprise. <laughs> Pidgey's still like a baby though. It, it's it looks delicious. <laughs> it's so it's, like, oh, it's probably it's quail, gross, too, boy. Yeah, it's probably
1: <laughs> uh, it's probably and they, quail, and they have
2: decent It's their recipes, like detailed instructions on how to cook this stuff. Uh, seared, seared, far fetched with leeks. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: carries <laughs> a leek.
2: It's the no. flavor, baby. They're gonna the use favorite. the leaf that it
3: uses as a weapon to help cook and accentuate the flavor.
2: It looks a torchic, they made it spicy torchic non-bond poppers with peppers. Oh no! <laughs> yes, yes. It's for it. Oh well, my god. It was like this this one was really good, and I loved how I loved how much fun they were having with the dark humor.
1: Oh god. Um, that's totally outside of what I did. <laughs> yeah, what did you I, do during one? I literally just went around with the vendors, and I didn't get much. Cause, but um, I did get uh zero from Kokia's, my favorite anime, the best anime limited edition pen. I've been looking, for, I've been looking for that for literally three years because it's so hard to find. And when I found it, I was like, oh, and. Since I have Bakugo in my room, I collect figurines. I have about, what, 53? right? Right? Like, that's pop figures, like little statues <laughs> and stuff like that. And I got Midoriya from My Hero Academia uh, from Ben Presto. Love this brand. Um, though it's not hand-painted, uh, it's still good quality. Um, and it's affordable if you want to start off collecting, um, figurines. Look at Ben Presto. Um, I know Bandai has some prize figures that are of decent-ish quality, but if you want the big books, you're gonna spend money, because I remember last year, I spent, doing not, not not last year, what was the last time we went to Momocon together, Max? It's like...
2: like two, it was pre-COVID. So,
1: 2019.
2: I believe
1: so. Okay, so 2019, I bought a 360 dollar Lelouch Lampardus figure.
3: Oh, you were <laughs> dedicated,
1: boy. Dedicated. It's still like original production. Like it has not been open. I'm t- I'm telling myself it's going to be for resale, it's going to be for resale. Because I did find a couple of people that are willing to pay 400 and another person will put 450 out there for the figurine. I was like, Christ Oh! Christ. It is- you go
3: right ahead, champ. You have fun with that. More uh, power to you.
1: More power, but that was my, what was that? The one o'clock session set?
3: Yeah. Um,
0: the one now, o'clock session of debt. So after the one o'clock session, um me and max kind of just chilled downstairs we didn't go to any other sessions i know you went to a few um clayton um so one me and max we we briefly went to the smash brothers tournament and that was live it was like really cool seeing that live with like Mm -hmm. all those people in there have like the crowd participation they gave us these little foam um these little balloon popper thingies
2: so, so you can bang together. Yeah, I got those last year too. That shit was live.
0: So it's just like when somebody dies, like you just hear do, 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 from everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was cool. Um, I I went to so last year. Let me get myself together here. Um, last year I went to a panel for um, not panel. I went to the booth the vendor hall for tuskegee airs um which is like a black black creators um kind of an anime inspired um story of you know the a Airmen, airman um and then from that same booth also bought noir's new black so stories from black creators um went back to the booth again um and purchased some more black owned uh comics um, this time I wanted to support um Burnham and I got some of his stuff the story of Solus, um, as well as the search for Sadioa. I probably pronounced that like stupid wrong. I was
2: looking at Sadiq, it's Sadiq,
0: Sadiq, okay.
2: Sadiqa, I'm sorry, Sadiqa,
0: Sadiqa, okay. So that was cool. Um, again, always want to support. Um, black artists. There was another black um, creator there. Um, it was D something. Max, we went we went past it. It was kind of like a... DMC. Po- Shut up. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, we already talked about that. Um, it was like D Spirits or something like that. It was like the Pokemon-esque... Um,
2: yes, yes, yes. I remember what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't like, remember the name of it, but yeah, it was like it basically Pokemon.
0: Yeah, but it was like, it's by a black creator... Um, and it's like a whole card game aspect to it. I know at one point he was gonna try to make it to like a comic and anime um, I know it when I when I I see it because um, I believe at one point I followed it on Instagram um,
2: Yeah while he was doing that I, there was also some uh, some indie game developers out there they were they were putting their games on display. you can test them out. Some of them, one of them, it was so incomplete. I don't know why the hell he had it there. You literally <laughs> could do anything but walk.
0: I I, I remember that.
2: I, I I was like, bro, like he's like, how'd you like it? Th- there was nothing like, to I do. It. Like it <laughs> wasn't a game; it was a walking simulator. Um, and but there was another one that Brian played as well. It was a Doom clone.
0: Yeah, it was D Spirits. It, oh God, it, you can't see it well on my phone, but D Spirits. It's literally called D Spirits.
2: But go huh? ahead. It was a doomed clone. It was, the art style was amazing. The game feel was amazing, too. It was... it what I played of it, it was fun. It wasn't... It could be one thing, one thing I could say. It could be a little bit harder. I'm definitely a... When I play Doom, especially the newer Dooms, Doom and Doom Eternal, That's shit's hard as fuck. And it's just high-octane action. Like, in the game... That game, it felt amazing. It looked amazing. It just... It could it could be a little bit more
1: hmm. speaking of which that reminded me there was a game that i played and um that um, i'm choosing to follow because there's this youtuber music youtuber we all know the name insane in the rain music yeah um yeah. he completely composed all the music for a game called breeze in the clouds It's a platformer Love lo- the game, looks like it responds really well. I played it a little bit when I was doing my one o'clock session. Love the game, love the music even more so. Um, definitely gonna check that out on Steam if I can even like run it or something like that. I'm gonna find a way to play it. I will, like, I would love to support Insane and in the Rain and the um, game developers. Right, for
3: this game. Years that have, at least I've been following them and I put y'all on them
1: oh yeah i mean after the green hill zone it was it was a wrap from there it was a wrap um but since you guys didn't go to many panels i did go to two more for the day I, at 2 30 i went to building your brand with no other than daryl dmc mcdaniels himself and amy chu um how to build your brand so he gave us basically basic things that he wanted to talk about. So plan, write, propose, presentation, product, personal, presence, and characterization. Um, th- the entire panel was um, basically like, well, no, for the first 30 minutes, it was like them talking like how Dale um, built uh, his brand with Run DMC and the other guys in um, Run DMT, um, his accolades, what he did, and how he changed up the game of their brand. like. I'm pretty sure if you have have a have a brain cell if you're your like close to your 30s you know about um Walk This Way by Aerosmith and how they remixed yeah. that uh, with Run-DMC and he's like um t- he talked about that experience recording with them um he has stories for days. Um,
0: <laughs> what funny thing about that um he had talked about it in the panel I went to um he was saying like you know in an actual music video they wouldn't allow them into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, yeah. um, but turns out when that video was made, the Rock and Roll Hall of Rock and Roll Hall of Fame actually didn't exist. <laughs> like that wasn't an actual thing when they first did that music video, and so they couldn't add them anyway. So no, but like in in the video, they're playing it up as you know, you're hip hop, you're not rock and roll, you're not allowed in here, and he was saying it was funny how a few years after that the actual rock and roll hall of fame actually got established and then came full circle when he was actually inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame many years later
1: Mm. and he also promoted his book where um he talked about some heavy topics um but there were some questions from the audience and i'll share um what i asked so for your brand, how do you introduce new facets to your content while having many talents and skills? Because on on one side, um, I'm still like, I'm not, bu- well, I am building my own individual brand, I haven't publicized it yet, so stay tuned for that. Um, but I am starting to like learn about social media presences and how the algorithm works, starting on TikTok um, and then YouTube, like what makes those um, algorithms click. And both of them basically said to find your way, bring your package, which is all your talents and skills. How you construct your package is important. And Daniel, he actually uh, not Daniel, Daryl. I wrote Daniel for some reason, probably because whatever. But Daniel, he was like study Freddie Mercury and David Bowie because, um, they are like huge, like, like. They were pop slash rock stars that changed their brand time and time again and changed with different genres. And I'm quite frankly, you could have added Michael Jackson to that too. Um, yeah, because Michael Jackson changed his brand a lot. But um, uh, people asking how to get into writer spaces, how to rebrand after establishing yourself with an established product and stuff like that. So it was very informational for people who want to become independent content creators or um and i think this is a panel that poc really needed to like be present and they really were present um because we don't see a whole lot of media representing us in the light that we want to see it like in in reference to the boondocks panel that we went to on our first day i mean um but that's a, a topic for another day and my last panel was how to youtube with the four guys um ac um uh, ac race best Blade, palestino and um saber spark like how to youtube i asked where is oh, wow, her...
0: saber spark actually had a r- actual informational panel that just yeah. <laughs> shit post
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah like <laughs> that sounds
3: like a troll within itself
1: <laughs> <laughs> but he was actually on the Side because like there were people who were, they're very curious as to like, how do YouTube? Um, somebody asked how valuable are playlists? What's the best way to create a channel around nutrition? Like that was specifically for Jack's blade. How is Twitch and YouTube different? Um, their branding and just asking them, what did they do? Like, how did they do it? Um, how to deal, deal with burnout. I think everybody can relate to that to some extent and it's just a whole lot of stuff that i wrote notes on um collabing Th- they were very inf- um like informative especially since um saber spark is the only person on the panel that um is doing youtube full time and he has a team behind it so we got that um perspective of how i built my youtube brand to the point where my income is only youtube uh, versus the other um panelists with Oh, I am a personal trader and nutritionist for in terms of Jack's Blade. Um, and he does YouTube as well. So, um, getting those perspectives, love it. Love to see it. Um, I think my biggest takeaway from the panel would have to be consistency. Like, gotta be consistent. Like, life gets crazy. Like, we, believe me, all, all of us know that life gets crazy, but, um, if you truly want to be successful it has to be consistent like that's just how it was and that was a wrap for the day because that was the last panel that i was able to go to since it was four to five nice
3: you? you went more for like business ish you, you went for pds and prof- <laughs> a lot of professional development which is good
1: yeah like uh, and that's
3: a, fun and games all the time yeah people are actually trying to better themselves in this type of media
1: yeah like and i believe i don't know if i told you guys but like last month i got approved to be an amazon influencer because i had enough um tiktok followers so that's good amazon
2: Uh, influencer Yes. Yeah, so basically if i if i
1: make, uh so i can make an amazon storefront with um items that i personally use um like i bought off of amazon um if people click on my link for my amazon storefront and like they purchase that item i get a portion of that Oh
2: nice.
1: uh, so i gotta i gotta prove that um i just gotta think of not think of i gotta post more um content especially from momocon um so i could get views and blah 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 do all that stuff but yeah i and that's the beauty of momocon you could go there just for shits and giggles you could go there to have fun um meet your favorite people um but you could also go for like professional development as you said deontay like how to make yourself a better person in the creative space that so many people enjoy so maybe one day you might be on the other side of that panel Like, personally, I don't kind of want to be on that side of the panel. I just want to make, like, content just because, like, my brain has so many things, like, that I just want to get out on the internet, um, like drawing and all the other artsy stuff, blah, 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 while having the education that I'm going for, because I want to get my doctoral degree, point blank period, um, so... Why not be a content creator on the side? Why not make money? Why not express myself how I want to express myself on the internet?
2: Biggity boom, bow. Pay my taxes.
1: <laughs>
2: Shut up. Um, <laughs> Momocon 2023 fun. I want to reminisce a little bit because uh, a few years ago, I forgot which Momocon this was, there was me and, me and Trey, my brother, uh, we went to this improv panel and what these guys would do they would have people come up and they'd give you different scenarios for you to act out and they had the crowd do the improv and boy oh boy oh boy that was fun that was funny that was fun and that's something i would like to see again this the, the panels that you can go to are so creative and they're so different every time i go like have
3: um, you? You said this is like your fourth or fifth time going, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Have you seen repeated panels?
2: Um, I know there have been. I have personally haven't gone I, I to know any the, repeated panels.
0: I know the T Wood Uncle Iroh, That's a repeated panel because I remember yeah. seeing that last year. Um, that into the ass whooping. That was a repeated panel. Um, yeah. okay cartoon Smash, smash bash, that was a repeated panel the court one was so also there, repeated there panel. are some like
3: staple panel
0: yeah and you can kind of yeah you could kind of tell which ones are repeated because if they're successful, like the smash the pass or the into the ass whooping, <laughs> a lot of people are there.
2: And, and you know, the app lets you see who registered, like you can kind of see which is the popular. You'll see like this one has 200 people registered. This one has like mm-hmm. 300 people. And then you see this one that has like 1100 mm-hmm. down over here. And you yeah, can tell, probably. Oh, that's the, probably the one that I want to go to. Cause it's going to be fun. Yeah. Um,
1: those numbers the, are accurate by the way.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes. They very much are. Um, and you know, along the lines with like different things being offered every Momocon, the amount of Black representation at Momocon has gone up substantially, since, even since la- the last Momocon I've been to. Like more Black-led panels, more Black-centric panels. I love it. I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, it's awesome to see. It's awesome to it's awesome to go to and see what am I gonna see new this time? What am I gonna be able to do differently this time? Mm. The app was definitely a great addition. Like the app, that shit was awesome. Yeah. You can just you can just you can make your schedule in advance. Yeah.
3: Oh, that's good. So that we can be way more organized than just getting there. Like, all right, what am I gonna do? It's
2: scrambling shit- through your <laughs> fucking paper. Oh, what do I do? I don't think I looked at yeah. that paper once. <laughs> There was no need because of the app.
1: We have technology. Dun,
2: dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All right. The, um. Go go. Uh, they also have they also invite uh, invite different voice actors and different celebrities every time. Like last Momocon, they bought the cast from Dragon Ball Z. Like Sean Schimmel was there. Uh, uh Chris Sabat was there. Uh, the voice actor for uh for Mister Satan. The voice actor for Boo, the voice actor for uh, Gohan, uh, well, uh, Which a, one? <laughs> uh, a, adult Gohan, okay. adult Gohan.
0: It's been like four or five different. Be,
3: yeah, more
2: specific. And it was, you know, it was awesome to see that panel was funny too. Like those people, they were all they were all some cool ass people. And I that was when I found out that Sean Schimmel was act, actually used to be a like a. a uh, a music, a musician, like he played French horn, and he oh, taught okay. French horn. Yeah,
0: Jesus, he was that good. <laughs> mm.
2: Then he got a, he got the Goku gig and <laughs> has been running <laughs> with it since.
0: Man, he's like, man, it's true. Does French horn so <laughs> makes him make some real money?
3: Right, mm. right. <laughs> Maybe I need to switch.
1: Oh lord, but yeah. Uh, also, with the black rep- representation, they had a black cosplayers photo shoot. How freaking oh, no, cool no, was no, that? No. Like, uh, oh, there was no, like, everybody
3: can get some spotlight that wanted to get some.
1: Yeah, and like, like there were like hella monkeys. that Bob. Not if when I cosplay Raven again, I gotta I gotta cut the hair a little shorter because man, no, it's that like bob, you
3: already know, like this is. Already in the making.
1: Uh yeah, like if there are conventions out in Oklahoma I could go to, I will go to that and just oh oh my god, and I could cosplay with my partner. Oh, um, there you we're go. You we're in you the making. Like
0: in you just got super excited.
1: I did because he uh,
3: could oh, sorry.
1: A short black man in a tall. He could do Ricardo. Twins. <laughs> they were
3: the twins.
1: Oh god. But he could be Beast Boy and I could be Ray. Headass. But hey, very I love
3: head-ass. it. That is very head-ass.
1: I let me have my headass hallmark movie Ooh. lifetime of show Disney flick moment.
2: That's I right. Momocon is the place to do that shit.
1: Yes. I want to drag him to it, but we'll see.
0: All right, Joe, so we're going to um wrap it up. We're over um an hour and thirty minutes. So oh. yeah, we've been at this for a minute. Um which which I knew was gonna happen with day two and three. Two and three has a lot going on. Well, hour two and three, which is the cons three and four. Um I knew it was gonna have a lot to talk about. So um so yeah, thank you all for uh listening to us um talk about MomoCon. and Yes. Obviously we'll we'll Attend again next year because it is always a good experience, despite some of the well, know, for
3: sharing. I, I even though I didn't get to go and I was very close to going, but I was like, I really need to save money, like, again, this is going to be expensive. You don't
0: have to worry about expenses next year, we'll just fly to Virginia, knock you out, stuff you into a sh- suitcase, you know, bring you down. And he goes you, again. And you'll wake up. And you'll just be at the airbnb he's like oh good you you finally came too and then you
3: know you get to join the con with us
2: oh, with a concussion
3: <laughs> with a massive concussion <laughs> and, and no clothes no no nothing no id no no money you could buy that stuff at the con oh no
1: God. phone
3: we'll
0: make sure you have your phone in your pocket when we knock you out
1: And on that note, I would like to leave you guys with an out-of-context quote from Daryl McDaniels himself. Go home and bake that motherfucking cracker. (laughs) What? That was from the panel. (laughs) I know the context behind it. I'll tell you guys later.
0: (laughs) All right. So, um... We'll catch y'all on the next one. On that it's always Clayton. It's always Clayton. <laughs> it's, always, it's always Clayton. God
1: damn. I'm Go- a chaos.
0: Goodbye, y'all. Peace. Later. Later.